Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to thepetecalendarshow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. A lot of people are very, very mad today about a child who was wearing blackface. Actually, hang on. It wasn't blackface. Hang on. All right. So that's okay. That was not actually correct. It wasn't. It was black and red face. But way worse. Way, way, way worse. And he was wearing a Native American headdress. But that, wait, that, that, uh, that is okay. That one's okay. I'll tell you why in a minute. He he was he was wearing blackface and red face. Well, first everyone thought just blackface, like like true like black black, you know. And the kid is like I don't know ten or something, but he was at a he was at a football game. He was at a football game, and he had half of his face painted black and the the other half of his face painted red. Obviously, as an insult to blacks and Native Americans. Right? Obviously. Why why else would you paint your face like that at a football game? I mean, right? That's so obvious. It's so obvious. Uh Dead Spin, which is um like a garbage sports website or something. Um I mean it's a garbage site that covers sports, I think. They don't cover there's no like garbage sports, I don't think. Well, yeah, actually, no, I could think of some garbage sports. I'm not going to name them because I don't want to turn this into that kind of a show, okay? But um, apparently there is a, a garbage reporter who works at the garbage website. Um, his name is uh, Karen. Karen? His name is Karen? Really? K-A-R-R-O-N. Karen. Oh, now that may, well, all right, now hang on a second. This makes a lot more sense. Named Karen Phillips. And Karen says in a headline, although they always say, I don't write the headlines, but here's the headline. The NFL needs to speak out against the Kansas City Chiefs fan in blackface. Native headdress. It takes a lot to disrespect two groups of people at once. But on Sunday afternoon in Las Vegas, a Kansas City Chiefs fan found a way to hate black people and the Native Americans at the same time. Again, remember, this is a child. This is a, like a 10-year-old child. The image of a Chiefs fan in blackface wearing a Native headdress during a road game leads to so many unanswered questions. Why did the camera person give this fan the attention? Why did the producer allow that camera angle to be aired at all? Is that fan a kid slash teenager or a young adult? Uh, dude, it was pretty clear it was a young adult. Or a, it was a kid. It was like 10. 
Despite their age, who taught that person that what they were wearing was appropriate? The answers to all of these questions lead back to the NFL. Do they? Do they really? Do they lead back to the NFL? Why, why would they lead back to the NFL? Especially that last one. Like, who taught the person that what they were wearing was appropriate? Like, why the NFL taught that kid? Your your lack of knowledge about the child's age, that's the fault of the NFL? Like, Karen doesn't know how to write very well. I mean, that's what's coming through loud and clear to me. But there is a there is a mission here, so let's let it play out. Quote, while it isn't the league's responsibility to stop racism and hate from being taught in the home, they are a league that has relentlessly participated in prejudice. If the NFL had outlawed the chop, which is, you know, when you... You see that they do it like the Braves games. Or I don't know. Do they still do it at the Braves games? Okay. But, you know, they the Florida State Seminoles did it. Um, who else? Uh, the Chiefs do it, right? Because it's like the hand chop where you got like the like your karate chopping, like a tomahawk chop. Some people really hate it. I've seen on Twitter or X, what do you want to call it? Yeah, I call it Twitter. Okay. Always, yeah, I call it. I could, it'll be Twitter to you. Yeah. Yeah. But I see as people like. People are outraged at the chop. Yes. They don't like the chop. But then there are other people, because I will say, if you've ever been in a stadium, when you when you have 50, 60, 70,000 people doing that 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 war cry chant thing that they do with it, and, and you all you see are these arms, like it's it, it's like the wave. It's a pretty impressive sight and sound. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it, I've like been you to get a couple Braves games and it's Yeah. It's it's cool. Yeah, I mean it's yeah it's like the it's just powerful that you have this many people. That's why what are they the the Maori Maori warrior guys from like uh, uh, is it New Zealand? I want to say I for, I forget. Um, they they went out there and they were doing protest counter protests. I saw a couple of their videos and they do a very similar kind of like chanting deal where they like hit their chests one you know left arm left you know. They hit the left shoulder, then the right shoulder, and they hit their legs together, and then they, and whatever. And you get a bunch of people doing all that kind of choreographed, like, war chanting. It's kind of intimidating. I'm just saying. Agreed. Yeah. So if you're trying to intimidate opponents in your stadium, you know, they're not going to be intimidated by the wave. Just a heads up on that. They do not, they, yeah, they, and, and usually kind of breaks down, and then nobody knows, like, when do we stop? And people just kind of get tired of having to stand up all the time. Anyway, um, the answers, he says, to all of this goes back to the NFL. Um, and if the NFL had outlawed the chop at Chiefs games and been more aggressive in changing the team's name, then we wouldn't even be here. Oh, okay. So it's because it's called the Kansas City Chiefs and the NFL hasn't forced them to change the name that that's why this child was wearing blackface and red face, and wearing the headdress. He says, this is what happens when you ban books, stand against critical race theory, and try to erase centuries of hate. Yeah, this is what happens. You get a kid where, oh, hang on a second. Here's a piece of information I think might be relevant. The colors are the colors of the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> the red and the black. Those are the team colors. So much like kids will paint their face blue, not as some sort of, you know, uh, sick uh, pantomime of the Blue Man group, uh, but they'll do that at Carolina Tar Heel games. They'll do it at Duke Blue Devil games, right? They, they People paint their faces, sometimes more of their body, and take their shirts off and stuff and grotesque demonstrations. But they do these things at the games, 
usually because of uh, copious amounts of alcohol, but also uh, maybe some level of derangement, fanaticism or something, but also to show spirit, to get into the game. Right? Everybody celebrates how you know dressed up and crazy like the Charlotte football club, the soccer games are. And it's it is that's neat to see. I went to one of the games. They got that whole zone of like they're just the over the top fans that are all into it. You know, it's part of the experience. So the kid paints his face in the colors of the team. I guess he probably looking back, he probably should have added some yellow, maybe threw in some white. But these are the colors that the team uses, right? Whatever. So this guy is now turning it into this larger discussion about. You know, this is what happens when you're a right-winger, basically. This is what happens when you stand against critical race theory, that your kid dresses up like this at a sporting event. He says, the ultimate insult from the league can be seen during each game as the, quote, end racism and, quote, it takes all of us are sketched in the end zones. So so they've written that out in the end. End racism in one end zone. And in the other end zone, it says, it takes all of us. I don't, I don't know if that's actually the ultimate insult. I mean, I can think of way more insulting things that the NFL could do, right? Way more insulting things. I mean, look at this, the kid. The kid paints his face the team colors, and you guys are really insulted about that. So I'm thinking probably not the thing in the end zone that says end racism. That's probably not the ultimate insult. Again, not a big fan of this guy's writing style. Karen doesn't seem to be a very good writer. Um, and finally, Karen says the idea... That it takes all of humanity, because then there was the NFL statements about how it takes all of us, you know, to move past this and blah, blah, blah. And now he's going to go after that. Karen's going to go after that. Saying that uh, you're making the oppressed uh, have to uh, uh, take responsibility uh, to throw off and terminate their oppression. Which is confusing, because if you're oppressed, wouldn't you want to, quote, do the work, as is fashionable to say on the, the woke left, you have to do the work, right? Don't you have to do the work and then, then then, you get out from under the oppression? Or are you just supposed to wait for the oppressors to what? To just stop oppressing without any kind of struggle from the oppressed? I'm, I'm unclear. Again, I would like consistent standards on some of this stuff. Now, the headdress I shall address in a moment. All right. Do the current world events have you wondering whether we are teetering on the edge of catastrophe? Are you concerned it's going to reach our shores? Okay, so what are you doing about your concerns? Let me help. Carolina Readiness Supply at carolinareadiness.com. Whether you're looking to expand your emergency preparedness supplies or you have no idea where to even begin, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you. Food, water purifiers, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, camping and hiking supplies even. Because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you'll need for any kind of emergency. In Waynesville and always at carolinareadiness.com veteran-owned Carolina readiness supply will you be ready when the lights go out all righty so karen j phillips dude writing at deadspin.com garbage website um he says the idea that it takes all of humanity to end racism is not only asinine but insulting and infuriating somebody's busting out the uh, thesaurus here by uh, doing that you're taking away the responsibility and necessity of accountability from the ones who created it and actively participated in it See, this is the problem with systemic, institutional, white supremacy and racism. When you use these terms, like entire organizations 
are culpable and responsible and have to be accountable and they have to do stuff, but you can't ever identify the person. And so this little kid who goes to the Kansas City Chiefs game in Vegas, so the Chiefs are the visiting team. See, because at, at the stadium, which is called Arrowhead, oh, hang on, sorry, Arrowhead. Oh, wait, hang on, sorry. Arrowhead. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Super offensive, I think. No, wait. Is it offensive? I mean, what if the okay? What if you change the name of the team so it's not the Chiefs anymore, but you keep the name Arrowhead? Is that still offensive? Because like an arrow, you know, arrows were used by the British too. They had heads on them. I don't know if they looked the same. Well, I guess they would. They were just made out of rocks originally too. Hmm. These are the questions. These are the questions that the NFL needs to answer. All right. Um. So uh, he goes on to say, it is also cruel, cruel. You can obviously tell that Karen does not traffic in hyperbole at all, right? Much like I do not traffic in sarcasm, one bit. It is also cruel to expect the oppressed to assist their oppressors in the termination of their own oppression. Right, because why help in freeing yourself from oppression if it means you have to work with those who are oppressing you Right, better what to just decolonize, quote unquote, like we saw on October seventh in Gaza or out of Gaza. Is that the de- okay? So the headdress. So the kids wear. So this image goes viral, and the Deadspin photo is used as it goes viral, and it shows this kid in a Kansas City Chiefs jersey, and he's got a profile picture. So he's like turned to his left, and so all you can see is the right side of his face, and his face is all black. And so the headline goes out. And it's this kid needs to speak out again. Uh, the NFL needs to speak out against the Kansas City Chiefs fan in blackface native headdress, right? Then people uh, say, hey, the kid's not wearing blackface. He's got half his face painted black, the other half red. Kansas City colors. And then the reaction comes from um, the left. They're like, dude, that just makes it worse. There's also a red face. And what's this idiot's name? Lobettard? Lebetard? Dan Lebetard? Lebetard. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, Yeah, so uh, this moron, he's like, oh, that just makes it it wrong, uh, worse. Look at me. It's not just the black part, the red part, that's racist too, because red Indians. Like, my God, you people see everything through this racial prism. This must be exhausting. It's the it's the colors of the team. And then of course they're like, oh, oh yeah, but the headdress. But the headdress. Guess what? The kid is Native American. Does he get to wear the headdress? Hmm. Mm, ah. Mm, dang it. Oh, you lefties, you were so close. You almost had your white supremacist, you know, that you could sand man for the next election cycle. Oh, but it turned out he's apparently a descendant. His grandfather's actually on the Chumash tribal board. He's like a tribal leader, <laughs> which I, I suspect is how he got the headset uh, headdress rather in the first place. Jay says, typical ready, fire, aim by the left on the kid at the Chiefs game. And on Twitter, at Pete Callender, 
Uh, I have a message from Burger Cheese who says, uh, how about we rename the team to uh, the Kansas City Colonizers? I like it. I always have to tell the story. Whenever we talk about team mascot names and such and offensiveness, I always tell the story about the college out in like Iowa or something, I think it was. Um, And I want to say it may have been like even a community college, a very small one. The guy set up an intramural team. They're playing sports, the school, whatever, intramurals. And um, in order to, you know, give them a taste of their own medicine, he named his team the Fighting Whiteys. And it has the, this, you know, cartoon of like the, like the 1950s cartoon look where it like, you know, black and white. It's like a white dude with black hair, square jaw, wearing like a, like a, a white shirt and a tie. You know, like the old Brenda Starr cartoon strips or whatever. More like a Dick Tracy kind of a motif going. And it was called the, the Fighting Whiteys. And so it made news. And he started getting inundated with calls and letters from people who wanted to purchase his merchandise. They were like, could I get a t-shirt? I would love to have that t-shirt. Can I have a t-shirt? And he got very upset at first. He was like, well, these white people keep asking me for the merchandise. He's like, no, you don't understand. This is an insult to you. And like, we don't care. Give us the, give us the shirt. We want the shirt. And uh, so he actually, you can still buy them, but they go to fund scholarships for Native Americans out at whatever school in whatever state this is, out west. You can still find them. It's on, I think it's on cafepress.com. That's the merchandise uh, platform where you can make logos and design your own stuff. That's where he did it, I believe. So it's a fundraiser. So think of that. He does this insult. He, he thinks it's an insult. But white people were honored by it. They were like, yes, I want, a, I want to be a mascot. I want to be seen as somebody who should be feared. Right? <laughs> when my opponents see me, they want to forfeit the game. You know, so give me the shirt. I want the fighting whitey shirt. And uh, and so he eventually creates a, a a scholarship fund. So think, look at all the kids now have that have benefited from the use of that imagery. All right, let's go over here to Mark. Hello, Mark. Welcome to the program. What's going on, buddy? Hey, how's it going? It's Mark from Boston. Hey, Mark. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> hey, uh, okay, you ruined some of my thunder, but you really didn't. The Fighting Whitey's Roger that, and I, I, I probably owe you some trademark and copyright money somewhere for saying, I'm a giver. I'm a giver. Oh, I, I put that out as, uh, that's in the public domain. That's uh, that's shareware or whatever. You can use that. I've patented several things, so I know I know where to spend, but... I'm saying thanks for saving money. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think I could patent that. Yeah, I don't think I could patent that. I do use it. I mean, I made some bumper stickers. You can't. Yeah, not even a utility patent. Ah. But, um, no, it's funny as heck when I tell people, I'm like, I'm a giver, and I say, <laughs> listen to P. Callender, and they do. So, anyways, I'm going to shut up and talk at the same time. All right. Okay. One thing. One thing, people, and I, I think I'm off script on your on your show balance here, but. Police training, man, they get trained. Um, you're not trained for certain incidents. I raced in NASCAR all my life. We're not trained when that car does whatever they did because we didn't. But the one thing I did, um, I went through a pop-up thing in police training when you have to shoot. And you're not shooting a real gun. Right. All these doors will pop out. 
you have um, a tenth of a second, if that. Right. Think about it. I, sh- I shot more people that day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's all just all pop-ups. But um, I've seen uh, uh, I've seen similar. Uh, exercises where they've taken uh, Charlotte Mecklenburg police, I think in the past, uh, but other departments yes, do this as well. A- they'll take reporters, they'll take local community activists and stuff, and they'll run them through those types of trainings. So they get a, they get a real world uh, experience on how fast cops have to decide how and whether to deescalate things. And it's crazy because when it's their life that they're thinking about. Right. I mean, not the, not the officer's life. I'm talking about pedestrians, reporters, whatever. When it's them, they're shooting. Right. They're shooting. Right. <laughs> they are shooting. But, um, no, and, 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 and that young man, that uh, young fan, young man, whatever we want to call him, whatever's politically correct, that when they showed one side of his face. Yeah. Come on. Come, I mean, let's, let's, um, let's be up front. Very, I mean, no pun intended, but be up front. Take a picture of his face. Right. Yeah, he wore black and red. And how many other people in the stand did? Right. And, and, and look, you're... the idea that the kid's wearing a headdress, and this guy's initial thought was he looks white, so therefore he shouldn't be wearing the headdress. Yet he had no idea. <laughs> he assumed that child's identity, didn't he? This leftist sports guy <laughs> assumed the child's identity, not knowing anything about the kid. And it turns out... The kid is actually Native American, so has every right you know, to wear that headdress. Pete, Pete, the funniest thing is I, I was in a meeting with some of my engineers on, on a site, and I got it and I heard just the tail end of it, so I didn't get enough to make it make sense. But um, you said that he is Native American Indian at some, yeah, right? And why well, put him down? <laughs> it was easy. It was easy for them. But, I mean, no. Look into him first and say, yeah, you know what? He's got a right to wear that. We all have a right to wear that. Right. Right. But the assumption was he did not. And they built an entire story. They constructed an entire story around it. Mark, I appreciate the call, buddy. Thanks. Good to hear from you. Thank you, sir. All right. Take care. Let me jump over here and get uh, this is Joe. Hello, Joe. Hey. Hey. What's up? I, I, you, uh, you jogged my memory when you said, isn't it, isn't there some commercial? It's the Dr. Pepper college football oh, commercials yes. that are all black and white. Yeah, 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 you're right. Or black, black and red. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. So maybe we should do some screen grabs of uh, the Dr. Pepper commercials where you can yeah. see somebody in the background and maybe they're just turning their head in a certain direction so you don't see the two colors and then you could just say, Dr. Pepper, is got, they've got people in blackface selling soda. Actually, I think, um, I, if I think back and remember, you almost never see one side of their face. And, you know, the marketing guys are smart enough to know, we better not do that. Eh, you know, let's not, let's not, let's not overestimate the marketing people. Yeah, you, yeah, that's true. But you, you might uh, just ask Bud Light. Right, exactly. Um, yeah. But uh, this is, yeah, this is... I mean, just so stupid. Yeah. It's just absolutely stupid. Oh, no, you, it gets Even stupider. If, it gets stupider. Yeah. The guy, the reporter guy, the, the commentator, Karen, he doubled down on it. No, I know. I saw this story last night on uh, on uh, The Five. I taped it. Yeah. And I was just like, I mean, I was almost coming on. My wife's like, what are you, what's, what's going on? I'm like, this guy's a freaking idiot. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Absolutely unbelievable. Hey, yeah. It, it, keep, 
They he, keep sticking their foot all the way up to their kneecap in their mouth. Yeah. Oh, he's committed to the bit, you know? And as they say, you never yeah. go full leftist. Never go full leftist. All right, Joe, I appreciate the call, man. Yeah. Thanks. See ya. All right. <laughs> That's good. Never go full leftist. Story comes out of uh, Las Vegas. They're hosting the Kansas City Chiefs NFL team. And uh, there's a picture of a kid in the stands that gets shown on TV. And the kid, he's got half his face painted red, half of it black. He's wearing uh, a Native American headdress and a a, uh, Chiefs jersey uh, that's red. And then he's got like a long sleeve shirt underneath the jersey, and that's black, right? So he's got his outfit on. He's got his his fan gear going, right? His fan flair. Dialed it up. And... This publication called Deadspin, and it's uh, one of its writers there named Karen J. Phillips, a dude named Karen, appropriately so, uh, then smears the kid by taking a picture of using a shot of the kid, but just one side. So it's blackface. It looks like a kid's wearing blackface and a headdress. And he's like, the NFL needs to do something. He turns it into this whole social justice crusade thing and, uh, you know, institutional racism, white supremacy in the NFL and all of this. Then, of course, when you see the full picture of the kid, it's like, oh, he's just wearing the team colors on his face, as, you know, people have been doing for literally decades. Um, oh, and by the way, you know who else wore red and black face? Dan Libetard. Right? Lib- is that his name? Libetard? He's like a sportser, sportsing guy. Um because he he was like, um, a five-year-old kid at a game has been dressed in face paint. He's wearing Native American gear. He's at a Chiefs game. Half his face is red. Half his face is black. And then he paraphrases the, quote, rights response. Where he says, he should be punished because he's wearing blackface, and you're only seeing half of his face. And then you say, nope, there's also red face. And so the right-wingers pick this up, and they say, sue Deadspin, bankrupt Deadspin, the website. And I can't help but laugh at the center of this. I can't help but laugh at the idea that they want them. They want Deadspin sued for one racism while the kid while the kid is still in full racist garb. There's a picture of Dan Libertard from last year on Twitter where he did his show in red and blackface. The very guy who's saying that. The red is for Native Americans and the black is for black people or something. And putting those two colors on your face at a Chiefs game who have those colors as their team colors, like that's that makes the kid racist. The kid's like 10, by the way, maybe even younger. I don't even know. He's very young. And then, of course, the, it comes out, which is the best part of all. Well, first, hang on. Let me tell you the doubling down. That Karen, the original writer at Deadspin doubles down and said, for the idiots in my Twitter mentions who are treating this as some harmless act because the other side of his face was painted red, I could make the argument that that makes it even worse. Y'all are the ones who hate Mexicans but wear sombreros on Cinco. Um, I believe it is Cinco de Mayo, you uh, culturally ignorant writer. No? Cinco de Mayo? Or as President Obama called it, Cuatro de Cinco. He did. That's not actually a joke. He did actually call it that at a big event. Anyway, um, the best part of all of this is that it turns out that this kid, and I'm not naming him. There's no reason to name him, but his name is out there. Um, Turns out that the kid 
is Native American. And his grandfather, so it's from his father's side, because his mom posted onto Facebook, like, oh, you idiots attacking my child. He's Native. <laughs> his grandfather is on the tribal board of the Chumash tribe. And so the Native headdress that he's wearing as part of his chief's gear, he's actually allowed to wear it. But note the assumption that is made. First off, that the kid, I guess what, shouldn't be wearing the colors because he's, I guess, white. He looks white, quote unquote. I don't know. They shouldn't be wearing the tribal headdress because he doesn't look Native American. No. See, this is the problem you run into when you start judging people by these characteristics and you view them through these, these prisms and lenses in your own eye. I think we've identified who the racists are, and it's not the kid. <laughs> it's, it's the Karen at Deadspin, and it's Libertard at whatever place he works at. Does he work at a radio station? Is this a radio guy? Do you know? He used to work at ESPN. That's, that's not a shock. Um, all right, let's see here. This is, uh, do, 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 do. oh, Jan says, uh, the guy in the Snickers commercial with the face paint has the orange face with some black, like a Bengals fan. Uh, and si- he's sitting in the emergency room, and a small child is staring at him, and he says, I used the wrong paint. Ah, there you go. All right. Yeah, go after, uh, if I'm this family of this kid, I'm suing Deadspin. I'm taking them for all they're worth like Sandman did, to, Nicholas Sandman did to uh, to CNN. Do it. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. Don't break anything while I'm gone.